16 years, many of us have been meditating more on this, on this event of the baptism of the Lord in the Jordan. It was 16 years ago that Pope St. John Paul II gave us of the rosary. He didn't invent the luminous mysteries. They've been around for centuries. He made them more popular throughout the worldwide church. It was during the year of the rosary did this. So that first luminous mystery is the baptism of the Lord. And I think maybe John Paul II was a prophet and his mysteries are the perfect antidote for what we need. For example, the first one being the Lord's baptism. The census data show us that the, the lowering of us, when they're filling out the census form and it has a list of religious affiliation, maybe even a blank place to fill in one that many people are checking, none. So that's what is referred to. Maybe as a culture, we have forgotten to be active in our lives. And his action in our lives, we call grace. And it starts with, with baptism. And that's when we begin the life of grace. Luminous mystery. Sometimes they're called mysteries of light. Jesus at the wedding feast of Cana. And this mystery is over this past week from Epiphany until now. Because that was shows himself to the world. He shows himself at the Epiphany, to the himself today at the baptism. He shows himself also at the wedding, his public ministry. Another, another one of those theophanes shows us himself. So Jesus then at that wedding feast of Cana, to the dignity of a sacrament. Once again, this might be something that maybe even um, have allowed people in our own government to forget. Or ignoring the reality of what marriage is and what it was supposed to be the way by Almighty God himself. Once again, the statistic that marriage rates are at an all-time low. And this is a It is a sacrament of the church. And since the church regulates, of course, Catholics then get married in the church because it is also a sacrament. But without people getting married or without being married in the church, they're deprived of sacramental grace. And of course, the grace is necessary. To, once again, the grace is the life of God active in our own lives. And culturally, maybe there's even now uh, more of just a general or the, the willingness to make a lifelong commitment. Once again, being a prophet in his own time, not only gave us 16, the luminous mysteries of the rosary, but also the great, uh, the great theology of the body, reminding us of the goodness of marriage, glue that holds the family together, and then the family being the building blocks of... The third luminous mystery is the proclamation once again, perfect for our times. The kingdom, once again, is our Lord's purchase the kingdom more than anything else in the Gospels. Over, not just beginning with St. John Paul, but even St. Paul, uh, two popes before him, comes up with this phrase, the new evangelization. Why would a new evangelization be necessary if not there is kind of a failure or some kind of a gap in the, the way that evangelism had been done before? Is the faith being passed on next? Are the baptized taking on themselves that baptismal character, also the character of being a missionary deciding the good news with everyone that we meet? Luminous mystery is the transfiguration of the Lord. And we know he was transfigured before he went to his death on the cross. Transfiguration, he shows the glory of God in himself. We heard in that second reading today that he is the mighty God. Jesus, and maybe as a culture... This is perfect for our time because of lack of supernatural faith. And finally, luminous mystery is the institution of the Eucharist at the Last Supper. 
This is also perfect for our times as we meditate on the importance of the Eucharist. And there's a lack of participation in Sunday Eucharist. People have an bad, And there's like six inches of snow out there. And we're still working on the park. But anyway, maybe even a lack of disbelief through the true presence of Christ in the Eucharist. Body, blood, soul, and divinity. Sacredness of the Holy Eucharist by receiving it without being properly disposed. Committing a sacrilege by ignoring mortal sins before going to confession. It's again John Paul II being a prophet in his own time, gives us exams. So, so far, I think this homily's been pretty like, ugh, things are bad. So now here's some positive. Rosary is a devotional practice. We can pray it or not. It's okay. It is good to have a relationship with the Blessed Mother. It is good to ask her for her power as she looks upon the face of her son as we try to experience this call. And the sacraments, especially baptism, baptism being the foundational one, that the Lord models for us, we examine his mystery of his own baptism in the Jordan. Baptism that we begin the life of grace. And Jesus, the one who is the, shows us the pattern for doing so. He didn't need to be baptized, but he wanted to model it for us because he wanted to show us the authentic way of approach. The authentic way was John's baptism in the Jordan, of repentance. So in that life of repentance and that model, the Lord shows us the way to approach the Father, beginning with... So now, Jesus, the one who doesn't even need to be baptized, waters of the Jordan, not to become holy himself, but to make the waters of... He made them holy for us. So now, starting with of holiness, we become the adopted sons and daughters of God, responding to our Heavenly Father's invitation. We participate... And now, because of baptism, we can hear those same gospel today. You are my beloved daughter. You are my... With you, I am well pleased. 